Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Connected and Committed Podcast. Yeah, thank you for being here again, or if it's your first time, uh, we're happy that you're here. Also, I want to try to look at the camera maybe a little more. I don't know. Okay. Listen, Since we're on YouTube now. We can try. You know? For those who don't know, I mean, I know who are on our podcast now, but I am Joy. I'm Mathieu. Um, <laughs> and we are relationship coaches. I'm a marriage family therapist, and we talk about relationship anxiety pretty much all the time, which is super funny. Yeah. Since this is something we've experienced a lot when we were dating. Yeah. Um, and we're excited to talk more about it again. I think, too... The topic we're going to talk about today, I just kind of want to jump in. Um, we're going to talk about this because somebody in our membership was experiencing something. And I felt like I want to make sure that we're clarifying the two different types of relationship anxiety because there's two different types. And I think sometimes we hone in on one because this one seems like maybe the norm, but there's another one too. And if we don't talk about the other one as much, I think it can be very confusing if you're experiencing the other type of relationship anxiety and you're staying in a relationship based off of what we're talking about, you could be experiencing the other one. And I think it's it's just helpful to kind of distinguish the two yeah. and make sure we're very clear about what we're talking about and um, why like, there's importance in both and how to respond depending on which one you have and different tools and tips we have for depending on which one you're experiencing. Yeah, I'm curious to hear what you get, what you have to, to say because I feel like it's something that maybe you experience more. Because mm-hmm. um, for me... I was experiencing like, okay, I guess, do you want to summarize the two types of anxiety now? <laughs> yeah, let's just stop, summarize. Cause okay. Matthew and I experienced two different ones. You, you, you experienced the one where. Yeah. So mine, basically mine was like pushing me to leave. Like mm-hmm. it was the type of anxiety that was telling me that I might be in the wrong relationship and I need to leave mm-hmm. um, based on no facts. Yeah. Cause our relationship actually was, very good and very healthy. Um, so, yeah. Sure. And so, and I think that that's when we'll get kind of deeper into what to look like and thoughts that's coming up. I think that'd be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for me, my type of anxiety was always kind of, I was make I was always forcing it to make it work. And so I would stay in relationships longer than I probably should have because my anxiety was based off of, I'm never going to have anybody else. Like I need to make this relationship work. Mm. Everything was based on this relationship. It could be very like codependent based, very, um, a lot. And when we talk about attachment styles or like anxious attachment, that's kind of maybe where you'd, you'd kind of fall in line with that. Like mm. very anxiously attached, very much just like, Oh my gosh, how do, what do I need to do to fix this? How do I need to make this work? What's wrong with me? Like the person that I'm with is pretty much like perfect. We'll say quote unquote, not really, but like, how do I make this work? Cause I'm the problem in a sense, mm. you know what I mean? And so a lot of the times I would stay in relationships longer than I needed to, because I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm being dramatic or maybe I'm, I need to like be better or be a better girlfriend or blank, blank, blank in order to make this work. Cause this is like my last, like my, my one shot type of thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like, you know, for, from your perspective, it was like, I need to make this work. Cause you felt like, if you if you were not in that relationship, you were not going to be chosen right. by someone else. Right. So. Totally. Yeah. And I think, too, because, again, a lot of the times when you hear about relationship anxiety, more times than not, you do hear about the one that's, like, what you experience, right? I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm in this relationship and I'm, I'm feeling a lot of anxiety. This person is really healthy. This person is really good. Yeah. I shouldn't leave. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? 
yeah. maybe, you know, kind of just like you start creating things in this relationship or thinking this isn't good enough or this might be something better. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I'm trying to leave. I should leave. This isn't going to work. And that's based off of. It's based off of nothing. Cause like for real, like I, you know, I had, I had nothing that was in a relationship that should have pushed me away. Sure. Like our relationship was great. It was healthy. Um, especially when we were hanging out together, like we had fun, you know, we were doing great at, at communication. Like it was good. Uh, it's just things that, you know, the more I think about it, the more it was like things that you just, your brain makes up or whatever, like things that actually don't really matter because just because we have wrong, um, understandings about, you know, what love is, yeah. what, choosing someone is what being in a relationship is and your brain just starts making up things or even for me obviously it was also because of my church background where like the church i, I mean we, we talked about this before but the church i was in was like very uh wrong in the way they were teaching about relationships yeah um so that was definitely obviously a huge part of why my anxiety was kicking in and, and making me question if I was in the right relationship, if, or uh, is she the, the, the person I, I'm supposed to be with, you know, do I really love her? Uh, and sometimes even like, and it's something that I know a lot of people experience, but it's like to the point of like questioning your attraction for the person you're with. And like, sure. you know, and it's like, you can't even explain it. And it's kind of frustrating. Cause like the more you dwell on that, the more actually you might be like convincing yourself that you don't love that person and that you're not attracted to that person. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like anything, I think anything your thoughts dwell on, it changes you and it convinces you of believing in that perspective, you know? So if you keep dwelling on those questions of like, do I love him? Do I, am I attracted to him? Like things like that. You're going to start in, in some way you're going to start manifesting that. Yeah, no, that's real. I think too, like, I know you're saying when you're talking about it's not based on anything mm-hmm. that's accurate in a sense. It's probably nothing in the relationship. Sure. There could be some little things that like you might hyper fixate on it, but it mm-hmm. probably isn't worth like a deal breaker. So no. it's nothing in the relationship, but there, I, this is my belief. You can take it as you will. I do believe that almost like 99.9% of relationship anxiety either way is based off on some sort of like little to your big tree trauma attachment, um, some sort of attachment, um what am i trying to use like um trauma not attachment trauma but like there's some sort of like um your attachment figure there's like maybe some sort of like breach in that trust or you people that you like this can even be just like your view on relationships was very skewed on like based in your church right Mm -hmm. or based off of things that you've seen or based off of this idealized things on entertainment like i'm not saying everything is based off of like some bad experience you had but i do think it's something that you've you've attached yourself and it's based on like this how i'm viewing things and this feels real to me and i'm now it's like establishing sort of fear and belief into yourself so in my opinion i do think that all relationship anxiety is based off of some sort of um like um way that you're viewing something based off of an experience or based off of something that you've you've learned yeah. or something you've seen yeah, for sure um yeah, it doesn't come out of thin air, that's for sure. Right. Like yeah. it would be like you I've had great relationships when it came to my parents. Like I didn't have any 
sort of attachment figures. Like parents were present. My parents were there. Mm -hmm. Like if we're talking about in that way, it'd be like, wow, you shouldn't have had any like sort of, sort of like anxious attachment in any way type of thing. Um, and I think when I, once I became with you, I felt a lot more secure. Like my secure, my secure attachment was like pretty set in stone, but I think mine was just based off of like lies that I believed about myself mm -hmm. that I think when I was in a relationship, they became, they manifested so much more of like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I already think all these things about me. They probably see it too. How do I push that down in order for them to see something good yeah. and for them to see not the thing that I don't want them to see that I'm like a loser, that I'm not good enough, that I'm blah, 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 type of thing. Um, and I think too, this might feel relatable for people. And I think I've had clients talk to me about this too, but you feel good. It gives me feeling confident and like, wow, I am beautiful. Wow. I'm really just like, I'm excited to be in a relationship. I'm a catch. I'm ready to be in a relationship. Things are me great. I'm like really obsessed about being in relationships. I want to be married so bad type of thing. And then you get into a relationship and then suddenly it's like increased, like so much anxiety. It's like immediately the next day you're like, how am I going to, it's just like this thought of like, how am I going to actually keep this? This is so scary. Can I even do this? Like you start like overthinking everything, every text, are they texting back quick enough? Are they doing this? Like you're, you're overly like fixated on every single response. Do they still like me? Do they still think I'm good enough? Do they still think I'm worthy enough? Like, you know what I mean? Like you start questioning all these things Yeah. and it feels so intense. You're kind of like, that feeling is, it's, it's, it's exhausting. And it's so, there's just like this weight on your, your heart and your stomach all the time of mm -hmm. everything that matters. Like, do they still like me? Like, mm. is, is, is this person still, like, I didn't feel this with you. So I want to make that clear. And I think if I did, you would have probably felt that. Um, but I felt that a lot in passion in other relationships, especially when they were a little distant or they were having their own anxiety. It would really freak me out to feel like, man, we're long distance for one. Is everything going to work out? What if it doesn't work out? Like you start putting really high stakes on this relationship and high stakes on what this means, if this does work or if it doesn't work. I think that's where a lot of the anxiety comes from because you're kind of just like really freaked out all the time. And so then instead of like, it's hard to maybe address that that's what is going on. You're kind of like, I just need to like figure it out, yeah. work through it and then make this work. And because of that, you really ignore a lot of the blind spots of what this relationship could be showing. Like if there, if there are red flags, you might not even be noticing because you're kind of like, I just need to make this work. Yeah. And a lot of the times you don't look at the relationship. You're just looking at yourself. And I think oh, yeah, for, sure. for your type of relationship anxiety, you're looking really a lot on the relationship. You're not really looking at as like what could be happening in you. You know what I mean? Well, the thing, if like you're someone who who's experiencing like what I experienced, um, I think, and for me, that's, uh, it started like that too. But obviously you're looking a lot at the relationship. Um, but you're also looking at yourself because you're like, you know, wondering if you actually love the person mm, and if sure, you actually are sure. attracted or if is this really what I want, you know, like you're actually looking, but obviously the way you look at that is also by looking the looking at the relationship. Yeah. For me, I was looking at myself a lot because I understood too that like, oh, at some point, you know, I, I came to the, the, the understanding that, oh, I'm experiencing uh, relationship anxiety. I'm experiencing, I'm believing in a lot of lies. Mm. And so that kind of like, started the work in me of like, Oh, what it was going on inside of me that like is making all those doubts come up, Sure, you know? Sure. So, but that's when you, 
that's the first step obviously to like getting better is like the self-awareness of like oh there's something going on instead of just reacting to whatever your thoughts are telling you or your fears are telling you it's like oh there's something going on because this is not like i'm not supposed to experience anxiety you know like anxiety is not a normal thing like it's not like what i mean by that is that it's not supposed to be your normal state like Mm. you're not supposed to function uh according to your anxiety like you're not supposed to follow whatever your your anxiety is telling you to do yeah and um and your anxiety is not trying to help you either so it's not like something that should be listened to so for me being aware of that obviously helped me because it's like okay i don't need to listen to all those questions like it it didn't make it easier all the time like i was still struggling sometimes because those those and that's you know that's what a lot of people are telling us too is like but it's so hard like do you have anything? And I'm like, I'm, I don't know if I have anything that can help you not believe in it. To yeah. be honest, you gotta, it's yeah. the only thing I can do is kick your butt. Like for real, it's like, no, like this is wrong. And I know it's hard and I know it sounds so convincing sometimes, no matter the type of anxiety you're experiencing, like anxiety just sounds so convincing and it's like so real. And I'm not yeah. saying that you're never going to have, once you know the truth, you're never going to have a breakdown again. You're never going to, uh, uh have a hard time uh moving past your anxious thoughts but the only thing i can tell you is like you need to get a hold of yourself you know like i i, I don't want to be like harsh or anything but like at some point like i can i can i can speak for myself but i think i can speak for you too we're not here to cater to your anxiety like we're not here to like make you feel okay about it you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. we're here to tell you, like it's not okay that you're anxious because it's going to destroy your life. It's going to destroy your relationships, mm. and we're here to tell you that you need to get a hold of yourself and you need to stop being a victim of your anxiety. Mm. You know, um, and that's kind of like obviously what helped me too is making the decision too of like, oh, I refuse to let my life even if sometimes it sounds crazy and to because I'm, I can feel anxious or I can feel like this anxiety is so real. It's trying to tell me something that feels so real. I know it's anxiety and no matter how real it may feel, it is not real. Yeah, for sure. And I think too, what is always like, just so I'm always going to reiterate the step before that, just to be clear, because obviously if you're listening to us, you might, you might be hearing for the first time that you're experiencing relationship anxiety. That's already huge. If you don't, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And if you don't know you're feeling anxious, you're 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 literally naturally a victim of your anxiety because you don't even know that's what you're experiencing. You're yeah. thinking that you're listening to something that's actually intuition when it's not, when it's actually anxiety. Yeah. You think you're listening to God when it's not, it's actually anxiety. Your gut you, feeling. You think, exactly. You think you're listening to something that's actually wisdom when it's actually a lie. And I think if you, when you know that it's a lie, that, that already brings so much freedom of like, oh, I'm feeling anxiety. Okay, well then what do I do with that? And then that's where. Yeah that's where we come in. Right. And that's where we really are trying to give you some sort of like guidance of when it's anxiety, you actually just can't listen to it. When it's anxiety, you got to figure out what's going on. And then once you figure out what's going on, there's steps to do from that. Once you have freedom there. Yeah. Um, and it's not easy. And it's, it's a process. And I think even for me, when I was in relationships and I was feeling that anxiety, I think I was always just like, uh, I really, I was just kind of like, I, I hate this feeling, but I don't really know what it is. I don't know why I'm feeling it. I just feel a lot of feelings and I really want to make this relationship work. 
So I'm just going to suck it up and make this relationship work. Mm. And I was just going, I was just pushing through a lot of things and eventually okay, I feel fine. I feel, I feel good. Like this person really likes me, this person really, whatever. Okay. I I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Good. And then if they would like break up with me or whatever, then it'd be like, oh my gosh, I gotta be this whole cycle again. Um, or in this other relationship that I was in, this person was already distant he wasn't texting very much and he wasn't really responding very much. And I was like, okay, how do I just like be okay with that? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, okay, he's not talking to me that much, but that's fine. He's busy. He's a lawyer. He's whatever. I just need to figure it out. Like just be okay with it rather than actually saying what I needed. You know what I mean? Like there was so many things I could have done if I actually knew what was going on and knew my worth and knew how to like get a hold of myself when it came to my anxiety. But I think for those two relationships, I just didn't know what was going on. And then now I know better. I'm like, oh man, I just wish I could hug that version of me and be like, okay, you are like, you deserve so much more than what you're experiencing. That's not okay. Mm -hmm. Like get up and like leave this relationship or say what you need or blank, blank, blank. You know what I mean? There are so many things I could have done differently now that I know. Yeah. And right now you could know for the first time, this is what you're experiencing. Like this is why we do our podcast. This is why we do what we do. We want you to get the information to know what's going on for you. But if you have been somebody who's listening for a minute and you know it's anxiety, right? You know this is what you're experiencing. You know the same cycle. Then this is kind of where Matthew's coming in of saying like, okay, we can't, you know what I mean? Like at this point, what are we going to do? Are we going to listen to anxiety for us for our life? Or are we actually going to like let it go? Yeah. Are we actually going to stop it? You know, and like if it's the first time you're hearing it and you're kind of like, oh my gosh, like don't ever feel any shame for what we're saying. Take what you can. If you're feeling shame, yeah. let that oh, go. And then like. That's another thing too. That's actually another topic we're going to talk about in a yeah. different podcast. It's like the, the kind of like how shame actually um, enhances your anxiety. A hundred percent. And 100%. it doesn't help because some people experience shame because of that. Um, because they feel like, oh, look, I'm, I'm struggling with this. And my partner is like not. And like, I feel so ashamed because like, or I feel guilty because like I'm making it so much harder on them whatever it that's just adding whatever but that's a completely different topic we'll talk about that um but yeah i mean it, it, so shame whatever uh we don't need that you don't need that either no. i'm not putting like we're not putting shame on you by telling you you need to get a hold hold of yourself um the the place we're coming from is that we're just believing in you and we're believing that you can get rid of that anxiety and you can actually like not listen to it anymore mm -hmm. no matter how hard it may get and uh, how real it, it may feel you actually have the power the ability to not listen to it yes you and, do and so that's why we're saying like get a hold of yourself like you have the power yeah. like you you don't not your anxiety your anxiety is not you it's not who you are your thoughts don't define you your feelings don't define you your emotions don't define you they don't none of those things get to tell you how you want to live your life mm -hmm um and the decisions you want to make like they don't matter in that they don't emotions feelings fear anxiety all that they have no say in what you want to do with your life yeah um yeah so that's that's kind of like what we're saying here no matter what you're experiencing you know if you whether it's like the anxiety is pushing you to leave or it's forcing you to stay mm. anxiety is not supposed to tell you what to do exactly and if that's what you, exactly. you've been doing your whole life then it's time to like wake up mm. and it's time to realize what's going on and and, yeah. and start do, doing the work you know start doing the work um 
Yeah. And I want to say, speaking of doing the work, our, we have like Matthew and I have been married for four and a half years. We, so we've been together for five and a half years, which is crazy to think about like that. And like what the first, I don't even know how long, 11 months of our dating relationship was kind of like moving through and understanding and getting healing from our own anxiety and choosing to listen to ourselves rather than listening to our anxiety. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we have created a group coaching mentorship and we're, we've revamped it. We've done two rounds already. This is our third round. We are, we have revamped it and we've actually really just like broke down like step by steps for us of like, how can we get from somebody from really point A to point B, point B meaning freedom, point A being like, I'm feeling anxiety, I need help. Like, how do we get them from point A to point B? And so we broke down the step-by-steps of what we felt were the absolute necessary things that we need to talk about, to discuss, what we did, how we've helped clients get through point A to point B. And that is our group coaching mentorship. This is our signature program. This is like the things that I think we love to do the most because we've seen so much healing from it and seen so much freedom from it. And we are relaunching it and it's coming out the art it's actually starting end of january but we're actually taking enrollment now um it's we launch into our membership first so people in membership already have access to it we're in our email list is getting access to it this week then we're going to make it publicly to those who aren't on our email list or membership so instagram youtube whatever but this program literally will change your life if you're experiencing relationship anxiety i'm i'm saying it with 100 certainty because we've seen it We've seen the results and we know like we've been able to see the power of what going through the steps of what we're talking about actually can do. And so we're heading into 2024. Uh, what are you wanting for your life? What are you wanting for a relationship? What is a goal that you have for a relationship that you are experiencing now? Yeah. What do you want? You know, or maybe you're not even in a relationship. You don't need to be in a relationship to be part of this. Like you do. That's so true. Yeah. If if you know you, you just experience anxiety, because some people have anxiety, and that's also a reason they don't want to be yeah, in a relationship. Exactly. That's so true. So if you're single and that's also you, like you can definitely be part of that. Like it's not, just want to yeah. be clear, it's not made for couples. Yeah. Like we actually, like most people who come, they are in a relationship, but like they don't come with their partner. Yeah. Um, they are like working on themselves. Um, so, you know, if you're in a relationship, you want to bring your partner along, that's great. If you are single and you just want to get better, that's great too. Like yeah. It's, it's not, yeah, it, it, there's nothing wrong with that. It, it, even, I would even say like, even if you're married, like obviously like it's not just for people who are dating because people are married also some, uh, sometimes and that's sad, but experience anxiety too. Because uh, they haven't touched it or really healed yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's for you, especially to be honest, I wouldn't even say like if you're married, that's really for you because man we can't we can't have married people be anxious about their relationship yeah like no marriage is too sacred and it's too important to let that happen so yeah yeah for sure and so if you are we'll put the link um below for because it's coming out on tuesday i think um wednesday is when we're actually launching it to our group so sorry to um our email list so we're gonna put the link below for our email list for those who are on our podcast and want to actually get on the email list to yeah. be able to get like first first access to that i'm sorry um because like we are we actually are limiting our spots because we we like the intimacy of it we're really trying to keep it not crazy crazy big yeah. but still a space where you're able to really get healing and feel be able to be vulnerable and be able to express what's going on and really 
like move through the steps in a way that feels good for you. And so um, we're really, really excited. It's an intensive program, but it's, but it's really, really, it, it'll, it'll do it. So it, do it. it'll do it. If you are interested in wanting to learn more or really wanting to um, join, like you're like, I'm in, like, go ahead and just sign up for email list. And then yeah. by next week, you actually have the link to be able to actually join, but email list people get it first. So, yeah. um, and get the presale discount. So yeah. we're really, really excited about it. We love it. We love what we do. And we just want everybody to be like healed and freed and just feel content and peace in our relationships. Like for the first time, imagine being able to be in a relationship and actually being happy and mm-hmm. not having anything else interfering with that, that relationship. Like be that's, present. that's, that's, yeah. yeah, that's what you want. That's what we have. And we're thankful that we have it. And we want to be able to help you get that too. So yeah, sign up um, for email list and then you will get the link for it. We'll send it on Wednesday and you'll be able to have able to sign up for the rest of that week. So yeah. we're very excited. First come, first serve. Once it's filled up, it's filled up. So um go ahead. The link in the description. Yeah. Of the if you're listening, description on whatever you're listening on. If it's on YouTube, there'll be also a link in the description. Uh I'm still YouTube's still new for us. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out like how to because the links are not working. Oh. Uh but you can always copy and paste it in we'll figure it out in <laughs> your browser and 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 that will work but like yeah i need to figure that out yeah for sure we'll figure it out but we're excited and um we hope it's helpful which this helpful this hope this episode was at least is helpful and informative or bring uh, yeah more clarity to what you're experiencing uh it's definitely shorter than what we've been doing like i feel like we've been doing a short episode like that in a while yeah that's true you are you content about this? Do <laughs> <laughs> you feel like there's anything more that you want to say? I mean, no. I feel. I mean, I feel like I've said my piece about like what I've experienced. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess the the biggest takeaway from today is like whether your anxiety is pushing you to stay or pushing you to leave. Don't listen to it. <laughs> yeah, and I just really wanted this episode just to be clear because we do talk about the one that the anxiety is always telling you to leave. We don't ever talk about anxiety as keeping you to stay. And again, whether you have anxiety or not, you're always should be clear to yourself about why you're in the relationship. If there are red flags, right? If there are things like that, the boundary crossing, if there's manipulation, abuse. if there's abuse, if there's anything like that going on, don't you have to figure out if it's anxiety or not. You need to get out of the relationship immediately. That yeah. is not okay. You do not need to stay in relationships that are not serving you and that are actually bring you more harm than good. Yeah. Like that, that is very clear. And someone else will choose you and it will be someone better. A hundred percent. And I think too, that's kind of the, the, the things that I had to work through of being able to name for myself one that I needed to figure out why I was feeling like I needed to stay in this relationship so long. And it really was based off of like, yeah, no one's ever going to choose me. So I need to take what I can get. Yeah. And I would really compromise my own values and the things that I really needed just to stay in a relationship. And that was, what wasn't okay. And I think a lot of people do that yeah. and they're kind of like, Oh, maybe it's anxiety. So I'm supposed to say that we're not saying if you have anxiety, you're supposed to say or leave. We're just saying you shouldn't listen to anxiety. You need to figure like, once you heal the anxiety, you actually can start hearing your own voice and what you're like, Oh, I should say this is good. Or, Oh, I should, I need to leave. This is not good. Yeah. That's the clarity of what we're trying to do in our work, in our programs, all the things that we do. Yeah. Um, and so if you are somebody who's experienced anxiety that I experienced, like, please like, Figuring out what's going on for you 
is going to be the biggest difference for you figuring out, oh, wow, I'm actually not feeling good and safe in this relationship or, oh, wow, I am. I need to say, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what I really wanted to hone on this episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping this episode gave you some clarity, uh, at least for one of, oh, there's another type of anxiety. Maybe I have this one or that one. What's going on for me? And then once you're kind of figuring out, like, I might have this one, I have this one, then kind of figuring out the steps to actually gain the healing. Yeah. This episode is just informative. And then if you need more help in that process, please sign up for our group coaching program. Please sign up for any of our resources that we have. Um, and yeah. we hope this is helpful for you. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, whether you're doing one or the other, subscribe. <laughs> yep. Um, comment, review, like, share. Mm-hmm. That's really important. For I'm us. both asking. Really important for us. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, thank you for thank you for being here with us. Yeah. We love you all, and we will talk to you all next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.